Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, and as always, thank you so much for taking the time and energy to be here with me, your host, Brooke Davidson. I titled this podcast, The Practice, as a reminder that everything we encounter in life truly is exactly that, a practice. And there's never really a moment where we arrive and can say, aha, I've done it. I've, I've achieved this thing. I'm done now. It's all a continual work in progress. And today's episode topic is potentially the most blatant example of that that we have in day-to-day life the ego. Now, if you just heard me say the ego and you instantly bristled up thinking, oh, that's like a four-letter word in my experience, then I want to first of all clarify that the ego is not inherently bad. Okay, the ego is not inherently bad. What it is, is not always truthful. The ego we can think of as a storyline that projects in our minds. It leads us to believe that everything is in some way connected to us. And so we look at other people's behaviors and we often interpret that as being caused by or in address to us or something that we do or have done. Now that's important to remember because most often other people's behaviors have nothing to do with us. It's just about them. And you can consider this in your own life if you need a little extra proof. Of course, there are times where you respond to other people, but if you consider how you choose to respond, then it really stems from you making choices about yourself. It's not you saying, how am I going to respond in a way that, you know, gets them to tell themselves this thing in their story, right? Like it's, it's usually just you responding in a way that you're wondering how it might reflect upon you or how it might impact you and so on. And so our egos keep us spinning in circles around ourselves, and that sometimes can be really bad. And it's helpful to remember that we cannot believe everything that we think. We cannot believe everything that we think. Our thoughts are just thoughts. There's no more truth to them than anyone else's thoughts in the world, all right? So the ego itself isn't bad, but we can find ourselves in some sticky situations due to it. One aspect of the ego, for example, is labels. We often label ourselves in certain ways, and with every label comes an expectation. So for example, if I label myself as, you know, a nice person, then I might find myself in situations where I'm bending over backwards for people and I'm letting my boundaries drop in order to be nice in my appearance. All right, and obviously that's not a a positive, healthy thing. And so we have to consider those labels and make sure we're not oversimplifying and therefore ascribing to ourselves a set of expectations that really isn't nourishing or beneficial. For example, maybe you have a label of being a partner to someone or a parent to someone. That's great. That's certainly a part of who you are. But first of all, it's not the entirety of who you are. And second of all, that can look different for every single person, right? What we see in mainstream media is not necessarily the type of partner or the type of parent 
that you are going to be, that's going to work for you and the loved ones in your life. Okay, so we have to be really careful to not let those labels get in the way, in addition to not letting those storylines that we project about others and onto others get in the way. Keep in mind, we can also project storylines onto ourselves. That's, that's really the primary role of the ego. So I'm including ourselves when I say this. However, the ego can be beneficial, right? The ego is what gives us our preferences. It what, it's what gives us our curiosities, our passions, our pursuits. And by listening to that, we can find a more productive path for ourselves in this life, a path that results in more joy and more ease and more intrigue. And how would that be a bad thing? So it's important to, as we evaluate the ego, keep that in mind as well. It can be a helpful thing, right? Your ego is what gives you your interests. It's what makes you different from other people. We often think of ourselves of, as having, you know, this inherent personality, but the, the fact of the matter is, and I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but your personality can change, right? Your personality is the result of conditioned habits and traits. And so you can recondition yourself. However, your ego at all times is going to have certain preferences. And as long as those preferences aren't, you know, drawing you away from yourself, as long as those preferences are allowing you to remain present, remain open, remain authentic, then it's worth heeding that little voice and heeding those likes and dislikes as you move throughout your life. It is important, however, to balance that out, to remember that our preferences are just that. They are preferences, right? It doesn't make the opposite thing negative and doesn't make our preferences positive. It's just, it's just a preference, all right? And as soon as we start to view things in that way, it really is quite liberating because we realize that we don't need to carry all of the weight of trying to cater to our likes and dislikes all the time. We can have moments where we say, oh, okay, I would prefer something else, but guess what? This is also fine. This is also an experience in this life, and it's okay that I'm not getting my exact desire met right now. So ultimately, as we consider the ego and its potential to be both beneficial as well as detract from who we are beyond the ego, it's important to remember the place that a pause can hold. So in a moment of intense reaction, that's where the pause comes in, right? The, the stereotypical example is if you're driving down the street and somebody cuts you off in traffic, you might have a response that you instantly, and I won't even say response, I'll say reaction that you instantly want to throw out there, right? Maybe it's cursing at the person or doing a, a hand gesture of some sort or something along those lines. But if you take a moment to pause, you can choose to act differently, right? And maybe in that moment you choose, instead of assuming the worst, that this person was specifically out to get you and cut you off and and make your day harder and give you a stressful moment in traffic, maybe you assume that they're running late for something and it must be really important. They must not have noticed that they cut you off. And so in that moment, both of those storylines are available. Neither of them is more true than the other, 
right? I mean, on some level, one of them is probably more true. We don't know the actual person's experience, but as far as you and your experience, either of those could be just as true, right? It's kind of like the Schrodinger's cat deal. And so if you choose to believe the better option, then all of a sudden you have this positive energy that ripples through your day. You might send that person a thought of, I hope everything's okay. And that, you know, they're not in a rush because of some emergency. And that's what ripples throughout your attitude, throughout your day, through into your next interaction, as compared to that anger that you could instead choose, right? And that pause is available to us every minute of every day. And that's what allows us to see, okay, is this my ego? Is this my, the storyline that's being fabricated in my brain or is this reality? And is, how do I want to act in a way that's most aligned with who I am and who I want to be in this world? What would the future version of me, and you've heard me mention this before too, but if I pictured my future self, who I just really hope and dream to evolve into throughout the course of this life, how would she show up in this moment? What would she do? What would she say? What would her next action be? Right? And we can show up as that person. The invitation is always there. So just to wrap this episode up, the ego is neither good nor bad. It simply isn't always accurate. And therefore it's important for us to question it to regard it from a distance, be able to step back and observe it and act from there in a way that's most aligned with the truest version, the highest version of ourselves. As always, if you have any questions, comments, if you just want to talk about this further, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to dialogue with you. Thank you for listening. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brook underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookdavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.